So I may have, I may have mentioned this before, um, my hatred for holy cards. Like I, you guys know holy cards, the things that you put in your Bibles or your breviaries or whatever. Um, and like, yeah, holy, holy cards are good. Keep collecting them if you're a holy card collector person. But like for me, like whenever I see holy cards, it just doesn't do the saint justice. Like the picture of the saint on the holy card. I came across one with uh, Teresa of Avila on the front. And St. Teresa of Avila, she's so awesome. But like the picture of St. Teresa of Avila is kind of like a normal saint-looking picture where she's like looking up to heaven, but she's kind of sad, you know? And she looks like she's a little depressed um, or she's hurting in some way. She has his, her hands like over her chest, kind of in a cute way. Um, and But if you know anything about St. Teresa of Avila, she was like, she was intense. She was a firebrand. She was someone who literally changed the whole culture of Spain. She reformed the entire Carmelite order. She would write letters to the Pope and tell him to do things, and the Pope would do them. It was amazing. And another holy card I came across was St. Sebastian. Um, St. Sebastian was an early Christian martyr who was um, killed. He was murdered by, um, by arrows, by bow and arrows. And so his body was pierced with a lot of arrows. And so St. Sebastian is... Again, he has this sad look on his face, looking up to heaven, um, and he's leaning. He's like on the ground, but he's kind of like reclining on the ground, looking up, and there's arrows sticking into him. It's like, that can't have been true. Like, he was such an intense man who was living his life, giving his whole body, his whole self for the church in this, in this pagan time. And so I, I say all of this because we can sometimes think that holiness is like the, we have to just say no to so many things. We have to follow all these rules. And when we get to heaven, it's, it's great, but we're kind of sad because it was sad getting there. Um, but that is, it's just completely false because we hear in the second reading today, what is St. What is Paul saying? He's saying, whatever is good, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is pure, whatever is just, whatever is gracious, do those things. Whatever lifts your hearts up to the Lord, um, you may have heard in like philosophy um, or f- philosophical terms the term the transcendentals. The transcendentals are um, the things that just bring ourselves out of ourselves um, to things that are above, which are things that are good, things that are true, and things that are beautiful. And when we embrace things that are good and true and beautiful, they lead us to God because God is all goodness, all truth, all beauty. And so we have saints who like embraced great, good and true and beautiful things on earth that we may not think are good and true and beautiful, but they are and they lead us to Jesus. That we have people like, well today we have the Chicago Marathon going on. St. John Brabuff, patron saint of like runners, because he himself loved to run. He loved to do endurance races. He was a French saint who was ministering to Native Americans in, in America and he would challenge them to races. And so for him, racing led him towards Jesus because running, like exercising, is good and true and beautiful. They have like Blessed Chiara Luce, Badano. She was a girl in Italy who absolutely loved tennis and she embraced tennis and that, that brought her closer to God. You have Blessed Carlos Acutis who played Mario Kart and he loved Mario Kart and he would do it with his friends and that led to him evangelizing his friends and it led to something good and true and beautiful. Guys, Mario Kart... Is good. It's a transcendental. It can be a transcendental that leads us to God. And so I, this is exactly what St. Paul is saying, that to, to grow in holiness is not doing the harder thing. 
It's not like giving up crazy stuff. Sometimes in our life, we will have to suffer. We have to give things up. But to recognize all of the good and true and beautiful things in our life, they can lead us to God because he is goodness and truth and beauty. On the other side of things, though, there are things that are not good. There are things that are not true. and There are things that are not beautiful that lead us away from God because God is not anything that is not good. And he's, he is not untruth. What does Jesus say? I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. And he, have, he have, of course, is not, not beautiful. And so we are called to recognize those things in our life that are not good and not true and not beautiful and to reject them and to say no. And that's what's called guarding our hearts. Proverbs, Solomon talks about that in Proverbs chapter 4, that in all vigilance, guard your hearts that we're called to guard ourselves from anything that is, is not good, that is not true, that is not beautiful. Um, an example of something that is not good, when I was a, a seminarian, uh, me and one of my buddies, we discovered a show, TV show, um, that we started watching. We watched like the first, there were like 20 minute episodes. We watched the first season in like two days. The TV show is called How I Met Your Mother. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that show before, um, but we were like, this is hilarious. This show is so funny. And we watched like a whole season in one, in like two days. And after those two days, we recognized that we were being always sarcastic with each other. It actually tears us down. The word sarcasm is a Greek word, sarkos. It basically, sarcasm means tearing of the flesh, which is crazy. Like we love to be sarcastic with people, but the more and more we are sarcastic and the more and more we do that, the more and more we just little, taking little pieces of flesh out of each other. Um, and so me and my seminarian buddy, we realized like, yeah, we are growing in negativity. We're growing in sarcasm. It's actually like deteriorating our friendship and our brotherhood in little ways. This is actually not good. And this is not true. And this is not beautiful. We need to, we need to reject this. We need to get rid of this. Yeah, it was funny, but at what cost? And so to recognize those things that may be, yeah, It may seem good or seem awesome at the time, but to really discern, like, am I guarding my heart? Is this actually good? And also to ask, like, is this this true? Um, I recently was able to um, give a talk uh, up in Michigan for a Eucharistic revival thing with a lot of young adults. um, And all these young adults, they know our focus missionary, Hyung. Um, They think he's a rock star. He was part of this group up in Michigan. And the one thing that I didn't really know about the group is that a lot of them are uber intellectuals and uber awesome when it comes to like really wanting to know the faith. And I gave this talk on the foundations of scripture in the Eucharist, like Eucharist and all of the reasons and like all the, you know, defenses of it through scripture. And it was awesome. But then we had a Q&A after the talk. And after the talk, this, like all these students started asking me questions and I was so embarrassed because there was about like five times that I had to say, I don't know. Uh, like they, they had such deep questions that here am I, I'm giving this talk on scripture in the Eucharist and I can't answer their questions. And all of a sudden, this like, this feeling, this, this word came into my, this phrase came into my heart, like, I'm just not smart. And like I walked away from that talk just feeling like I am not smart. I brought it up to my spiritual director and he told me, uh, is first and foremost, you're saying this lie about yourself, that you're not smart. 
is that true? And like thinking about it more and, and letting Jesus speak to me in that moment, it was this realization that, yeah, this is not true. This is definitely a lie. I've been believing this lie. I've been listening to this lie. I am not smart. I had to say, I don't know. I am not smart. I should never give talks anymore again, ever. But the reality is that is not true. So in your life, there's a lot of lies that can come into our hearts. There are things that we listen to, podcasts, TV shows, movies, like to really ask that question. Okay, what am I, if I'm, the thing that I'm listening to right now, is it true? And to reject the things that are not true and to embrace what Jesus says about you. Not only that, to ask the question, is it true? But also to ask, if someone I really loved saw this, believed it, and lived it, would I want them to see this? Like, just imagine, like, if you, like, I, I just can imagine my, my niece, my nephew, Henry and Clementine, if they watched How I Met Your Mother, if I knew that they saw How I Met Your Mother, believed it, and lived it, that would be, I would never want that for them. And so that's another way that we can really start discerning whether, yeah, is this good for me? Should I be guarding my heart from this? And I say all of this because Jesus Christ is goodness, he's truth, and he's beauty. And so guard yourselves, guard your hearts from things that are not from him. But like, take and embrace all of the things that bring us to him. Mario Kart, you know, whatever. TV shows, movies that are good, that lead you to God. These are the, trans- these are the transcendentals. So, my invitation for all of us, especially as we enter into Mass right now, um, is to really concentrate and, and think and hear and listen to the Eucharistic prayer. This is the prayer of consecration. This is the prayer when we're all kneeling. Um, and I really, really encourage you, invite you to, to hear it, and to listen to it and take it in because all of the words that are said to the Father in heaven um, as the consecration is going on, that's, that's goodness. That's truth. That's beauty. The source of all of this is on the altar at Mass. And so allow yourselves to really listen to it and enter into it because that is what Jesus desires. He desires us to be fully alive. Your birthright is not to be a picture, a lame picture on a holy card. That is not your birthright. Your birthright is to be eternally with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit forever in heaven.